0: Hey, it's RTT number
1: 43. Here we go. Here we go. Come on. Amen. New series. New series. Well. Well. We started, started with, it. We started it last time. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive you, if, me. <laughs> if, if you'll remember. And it's a new series for some. Maybe they didn't, they weren't here last week and didn't, for whatever reason, didn't listen to the, art. Uh, no. that's Okay, what am I even well, saying? Well, probably I'm not a really great I mean, that's reason. Ridiculous. And
0: I'm not throwing any shade, but the average church attender. Right. 1.8 times a month. That's right. So it's very possible this right. is a new series.
1: Right. That point eight time, they're mostly here. <laughs> what does
0: that mean? <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're average family here. has po- 2.1 kids, right. 1.8 times yeah. church. Attendance.
1: Right. Anyway. Okay. Where were we? Amen. We're praying. Amen. Yeah. Praying. Praying God's word. That's the topic. Praying God's word. Uh, and uh, that's something I'm not sure a ton of people do. I mean, I don't know, obviously. I don't know what everybody's prayer life is like, but yeah. uh, I'm not sure it's that. It's probably not practiced enough uh, because it's a helpful thing. I'm not sure people think to do it necessarily. or And maybe one of the things about the, this whole series is to have some sort of a plan or rhythm or structure or framework for prayer not only is... Uh, not only is good uh, because it, you know, does, you you know, it provides structure and rhythm, but it also probably takes away maybe anxiety over, sometimes people approach prayer with anxiety Mm because they're not sure, what am I supposed to pray for? How long am I supposed to pray?
0: Right. Do you think so? Yeah, I think so. I think when it comes to prayer, for me, one of the obstacles to remove is, is around that is I don't know what to pray. I don't know where to start. It would just be helpful if I had a guide. You know, it's like setting off on a on a trail. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you have a marked map, a basic way to go, it's just helpful. Gives mm-hmm. you confidence. Okay, this is the way I go. You still have to navigate it yourself. You're still doing it. Mm-hmm. But you just have a roadmap for where you're going. Mm-hmm. And I think that can alleviate some of feeling discouraged. Yeah. Feeling defeated because you, right. you there's no rating of your prayer right. after you pray. Right, you don't walk away and you you, you don't get immediate feedback. You don't get a Yelp review like that was a three star prayer. Right, so a lot of the times we're we got to get out of our own head on how do how do we just pray?
1: Well, that's a good point because I do think we do sort of live transactionally so often, and you get you you're done praying, and you don't have anything yeah to show for it, and so. It's not like people think, well, therefore it was a failure. They don't think, they don't think about it at all. But subconsciously, it's sort of like, is this doing anything? Is this worth it? Is this, am I doing it wrong or whatever? And I do think part of that speaks to one of the core things that prayer is about faith. It's an exercise of faith because you don't get, you know, it's not rubbing a genie lamp and you get, you know, the, whatever you're praying for pops in front of you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so praying God's word is one framework that can be helpful. Uh and that's something uh I don't think uh that, that the prayer police no, <laughs> the prayer the distance, police are coming around the way for somebody. <laughs> podcast somebody police, prayer, prayer police. <laughs> uh <clears throat> they're going to kick the door in. Um I would I, but I don't think I've ever my prayer life's ever been awesome. Um I don't even know what that would look like if I got to a point where I said my prayer life was awesome. But <laughs> <laughs> well, really yeah. Sure. What is the I'm measurement sure that for is. that? I have an awesome um, prayer life, but I think I actually have, I, oddly or maybe not, I you know to pray use the Lord's prayer as a framework for prayer, a daily prayer rhythm for me. I pray more consistently and probably longer, even even though that's not a long prayer than I used to, Uh, because I have, I don't have a, like, should I pray? What am I going to pray about? What should I pray for? There's less of the mind wandering, you know, because you're not searching for the next thing to pray for. You're not trying to fill in a certain amount of, you know, you're not, the whole mechanic, mechanical aspect of praying sort of is, it's helped by the fact that you have a structure,
0: I like that, and I think sometimes for me, if I don't have that, and and I, listen to me, it all belongs: the spontaneous prayer, the formal prayer, the written prayer, the you know popcorn prayer, whatever the hell, Mary. Like I, you know, I gotta. I'm just gonna throw this up. God, I need help right now. Whatever that is, to me, right, it fits. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Like it's prayer. Yeah. But if I'm left to my own devices, I can be my typical mode is well. If it like in a, in a prayer session if it comes to mind then i'll pray if i think about it then i'll pray about it and i think what you are describing which i actually practiced this morning was going through the lord's prayer as a guide and you know maybe you can talk a bit more about mm-hmm. what do you, how do you do that mm-hmm. we mentioned it last week but talk a bit more about it in depth um, and you're right it just you you're not thinking about you're just praying
1: yeah, you're, you're more, more so in the praying. mode of
0: prayer. Right. And and that's what I think one of the powerful things is of I don't know what to pray. Well, you can go to the scriptures, go to the Bible, you can pray God's word back to him. You can pray mm-hmm. God's word over a situation over you. You have a guide here and I think that alleviates a lot of the guesswork. Right. It's not a guarantee like there's certainty if I pray this then it all all, you know, happen exactly
1: how I want it. And we yeah, can talk, we'll talk about, more that. about that later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which can happen when when you're praying God's word, you can you can do it in such a way that you're you're kind of missing the point. I do think too, one of like so, you know, I think initially I was resistant to praying something in a ritual fashion because, you know, it shouldn't be ritualistic. Right, it should be authentic from the heart. From the authentic, heart. right? When you know, obviously. you can be in a ritual rhythm and it can be like, there's not a conflict there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's partly I had to get over that. And then partly too, there is a sense you have to sort of let go of God does know what you need before you pray. God does know your heart. It's not like your prayer life is not dependent on your proper execution like, you know, because, you know, the spirit helps us with words too deep for groan. Like, if we don't even know what to pray, mm-hmm. it's better to say, like, I don't even know what to pray about in this situation. I don't know what, I don't know what should happen. I don't know what is happening. I'm just, here it is. And you think, well, what good is that? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, again, we tend to think transactionally where I'm just, here it is. I don't know.
0: That's really interesting. I do think there's something to that with, it, maybe it depends on wiring personality. If I pray a better prayer, then it's more likely to happen. I feel
1: better about it. I feel better about it. Yeah. Or
0: if I pray, like you can do this with, you know, you've heard the ACTS acronym for prayer, adoration, Adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication. Some people think, well, if I do it in this way, that's the right way to pray. Mm -hmm. So therefore my prayers will get answered or they're more likely to be heard. Maybe that's a certain person for wiring. maybe not everybody deals with that. I think there's a tendency in human nature to take a lot of things and look for certainty, yeah, right. And so we can right. do that even with healthy formulas and say right. that's a decent starting place, but it's right. not a guarantee, right,
1: right. So kind of getting over that and then uh, you know, I don't know when I started. I think there's a couple of I think I think I think that the thing that's maybe got me started praying the Lord's Prayer I mean it's, I think it's two things like one I began there were some situations in my life where I where I needed to forgive people and uh it was good for me I actually stumbled across it's the Book of Common Prayer Church of England you know uh is it Cramwell mm-hmm. uh you know 1500 and Whatever, long time ago, and there's a you know there are prayers in there, and the prayer for forgiveness, prayer for forgiveness of my enemies, I think it's called. It's a really good prayer, mm. and it was really helpful for me to pray. I probably wouldn't have. It helped me get into the right forgiveness heart space. So then it was sort of like, well, sometimes this okay, this is a structure for me to pray about uh, for you know that I can forgive, right. Okay, and then I probably, at that time, I was probably, re- I think I was reading through Matthew, and, you know, Jesus says, pray this way, which is, he does say that. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> he does say that. And so, and then, so it's the Lord's Prayer, and what I tend to do with it is, you know, the, so the first part is, our Father in heaven, you know, worship your name. So there's a period of worship. Yeah. Yeah of adoration, of just recognizing God's greatness, God's glory, uh, God's grace, God's love. You know, ideally, I'm not even into a place where I'm thinking about other stuff I'm praying for, right? I can stay there for, I'm not talking, it might be 30 seconds or a minute in that space. You know, there's no, to me, it's not,
0: Got to spend most of the time no, doing right. that. It's not, and a little bit of time it's doing it's not, this. It's not a
1: it's not a formula in that sense, but it's just you know start there. You know, daily bread is for me a place where like all of the like what 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 do I need that uh, the Lord provides, and I you know praying for different family members there typically, yeah. uh, praying for blessing and this is just what I do with it. I don't, you know, other people could do different things, That, but that tends to be, and again, it's more of a surrendering of, you know, be with, you know, my son who's, you know, in the Air Force and, you know, states away. Uh, it's that sort of surrendering, you know, praying for daily bread, what we need from the Lord, which is not only bread, but, in, you know, spiritual provision and, protection and, you know, blessing and favor and those sorts of things. Uh, And so there's a period of that. And then, you know, forgive me my sin. There's a period of that. And then as I forgive those. And so, and that can be kind of depending on, like, sometimes I'll spend, uh, I I would say... (laughs) I don't know what this says about me, but I probably spend more time on me forgiving other people. I can often just throw, yeah, forgive me my sin. <laughs> I got a lot of them, you know them all.
0: Yeah, you know, it's too many to count right many. now, Lord. You know, you know, you know them all.
1: Uh, but sometimes that can be. That's sort of the. That's sort. It's not the same. All like so. I'm trying to get to. It's not the same all the time because sometimes you know forgive me my sin is really becomes a meditation on god's grace and the depth of god's grace and the fact that i do have sin that is you know dark and deep and that his grace covers and without his grace there's no there's no other remediation there's nothing i can do like i'm right. totally dependent on god's grace
0: so what I hear uh, a little bit is, and this may be a bad analogy, but, you know, similar to a, a recipe for a, a favorite meal that you regularly cook or something like that. There's a recipe, but each time you cook it, it may it may taste differently. It may right. turn out That's differently right. because of right. ingredients. So and, it,
1: it really is sort of a framework. Yeah. And it could be, you know, your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. That can be many things and it's sometimes it's a lament over the brokenness of the world right you know sometimes it's um you know praying for the church you know that god is going to use the church the church writ large uh, across the world god is going to use the church for his will to be done uh it's a prayer for calvary church it's sometimes it's um you, you know a recognition that you know things are broken now, but a meditation on things actually will be the way God wills them to be. Yeah. It's so far away now. it seems so you know hopeless almost to think about a time when God's will is done fully and fine, but it will be. And so it is sort of uh, it's a framework where it isn't it isn't like a it's not written out in yeah. that sense but and I use it as a and so it, it really does vary from from day to day. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, so I I was uh praying through that this morning just as a reminder of, you know, you had talked about it and I was like, oh that's that's a really great handle for prayer. I'm going to spend some time uh praying through that. So for me similarly, it just different things arose through that framework. You know, it it was a good each section. If you analyze the Lord's prayer, it does start off with God starts off broad you know Hallowed be is an invocation I pray that your name would be made holy wherever right you know and so praying for that in my home praying for that where we where we work at the school where my kids go to and then your kingdom come your will be done for me turned into a, a prayer about injustice you know that God's right. kingdom would be. Uh, advancing, and that you know the church would stand against injustice, and that he would do work against injustice and bring his kingdom of justice and love more realized. Um, yeah, and then for me, it was very interesting. Similar to you, the the forgiveness part really hit me because I think I spent more time recognizing where I felt hurt by people, where I maybe need where I needed to forgive them, where I may not have been as aware of the hurt if I didn't have that as a guide. And I thought, oh,
1: I. I need to right. forgive. and that's that I've discovered that as well it's like i f- I'm more I spend more time thinking about forgiving people and trying to because of the framework of this prayer because what mm-hmm. in my experience I d- would tend to suppress that yeah right like you know that's fine whatever yeah but it it you know at some level it w- wasn't fine <laughs> and that's not you know it's fine it's not forgiveness and I think that's sort of it kind of makes you at least check that box of like who do I need to forgive. Yeah. And then you know sometimes it's for me it's not that at all it's really more about my forgiveness and some it just you know it, it just varies to some degree. And I do think it's you know in sometimes when I am time pressured then I you know then it is more of a it's a more of a shorter thing but it still to me keeps me in in some sort of rhythm. Yeah,
0: I like that. I you know even I I really like that for me also, even the, the daily bread conversation became about gratitude, mm-hmm. like God provides, uh, and then trust, like, can I trust, I've asked you for daily bread, I've asked you to awaken to spiritual hunger, like, can we be mm-hmm. hungry for the bread you provide? And then can I trust that he, just as he provided manna in the wilderness every day, he's a faithful God to wisely provide each day for right. his people. Yeah. And so to not be so anxious about what that is, mm-hmm. but to trust that each day, uh, whatever comes my way is in his in his will in his work.
1: Yeah, and that's a and, and it's a time it's a place too where if I am anxious about something, it's kind of a place to say, Lord, I'm anxious mm-hmm. about this mm-hmm. thing. You know that as I pray for daily bread for my son, my daughter, whatever it is, church. Um, that as I'm praying for that, then you know. Give me the faith to believe you are the one who provides in a in a way that's that's best. Um, yeah. and so it's you know that's and I think that to it's it's the sort of the the beauty of prayer is this posture of dependence and surrender uh, that is you know what we often miss uh, you know when we're when we're not praying as we as we ought. Yeah, and I do think that the sense of um, that you know p- prayer it, its it's again, it's not about getting it right or doing it right. It's about sometimes it's about, yeah, I just don't know what to do or think or what's going on or I'm just I don't know, I don't have I got nothing I'm at yeah. the end <laughs> yeah you know yeah, that, that's the prayer,
0: yeah,
1: you know uh and that t- is a really good prayer it's a good prayer if that's where you are that's a really good like i don't i don't have any i don't know how uh, to pray i don't, I don't know, know what, what to doing. say yeah i no. don't you know what i'm doing here yeah uh jesus name <laughs> <laughs> for sure <laughs> yeah uh okay so uh, let me just
0: say i would argue that's a i don't want to say better cuz we're always making value statements that's a more uh, I don't. I can't say it without saying better. It's better than presenting a false front in prayer that you think right. you need to present right. to God. You're performing something. This is the this is the chastisement to the Pharisees. It's the I have the phylactery right. on my head, and we right. pray these long right. prayers in right. public to be seen. And it's not the gent like this is where I really am. I'm a I'm a mess. I'm a sinner or whatever. Or right. I'm not. I'm just right. filled with great joy today, and I just got to say that
1: yeah i was actually just reading that passage uh this morning uh about you know the way they wear their you know and it kind of plays into something i think i want to bring up later you know this sense of you know i'm i'm Everything I'm doing is scriptural. See, I have it plastered on my forehead and my arms.
0: <laughs> you know, <laughs> Would the, the, the contemporary equivalent be tattoos on the forehead and uh, scripture Ooh, tattoos uh, on the hello. arms? Come on now. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, Greek. Uh, uh, anyway. If you get a biblical language
0: tattooed onto your body, you better make sure it's right. That's right. Because it
1: could right. be wrong. Yeah, <laughs> right. It actually says ham sandwich in Greek, so I don't know. Never cut, never cut corners on that sort of stuff. Um, uh, what was I going to say? I don't oh no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, wearing it on your. Um, and I do think that that the the real prayer, you know, it's the it's the publican and it's the you know, Lord, I got nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a sinner, have mercy on me is a much better prayer than the than the Pharisee's prayer. And I think part of that, like that that sort of that's actually almost the purest as you were saying the purest form of prayer because it's a cry for it's a real cry for I need God somehow it's in alignment
0: with reality mm-hmm. your spiritual reality yep. and the reality that god exists yes. in of i'm in need a beggar i and i just cry out
1: dependent yeah. right that's right all yeah. of that um, so Praying Scripture, good, <laughs> uh, but I do think there are dangers, mm-hmm. as with anything scriptural. Like one of them would be just sort of invoking it in some way, or in a way that's um, sort of self-serving. Because um, I think one of the things about the, you know, the Pharisee who has the, you know, got Scripture on his forehead and his and his arms, we should, we should probably look up that passage. I think it's Matthew 22. I should probably look it up at some point. Just Google phylactery. Yeah, Google. (laughs) P-H-Y-L phylactery. Is, and you might, because I think what I would say about that passage, well, I wouldn't do, I mean, that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, who does that? You know, who performs, you know, their righteousness outwardly, Uh, which of course you say it like that. Well, some of us do more than others. And then I would say, I perform, I can perform for myself, right? Right. I'm performing for my own approval. You don't need an audience. You know, you don't, it doesn't have to be for someone else to see, but I can perform, like, do I, it's like we were talking about before, did I perform the scriptural prayer correctly to obtain whatever? Yes. And even if if theologically I know that's wrong, like there's some part of me, like I've got to, get this right and i'm performing for my own approval
0: can i in one sense can i use prayer to serve my own purposes to put me ahead or to uh appease something that i feel like i need to achieve in me uh or i think i need to present this type of person to god so can i use prayer to serve my advantage and i think that's what you're getting at with the uh, praying god's word good and yet be a little bit cautious of how the human heart can take God's word and even something like that to say, I'm going to use prayer to advance me and my own kingdom or my own whatever. Yeah. Like, like just side note, you remember the prayer of Jabez? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So maybe nobody remembers that, but it was something, yeah. it's not a bad prayer, but it became this huge, like, okay, this is the, the, there's a book, there's a, you know, study guide. And it was about, it could become about taking the Bible to advance
1: me. Yeah, and I think there's a certain part of that that's almost inevitable that we're going to do that. And so I do think every, anything that encourages me to do that is sort of doubly dangerous. Yeah. Uh, that you should expect this certain blessing. Uh, I think blessings are things that I should expect... But the certain part I'm not certain about. Like, <laughs> you know, the blessing I get may not be, and we'll talk about that maybe later, where the blessing I get may not be the blessing I even think is a blessing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um yeah, so it's Matthew twenty three, and it's this this uh, the seven it's part of the seven woes to the scribes and Pharisees where Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, the scribes and the Pharisees sit on Moses' seat, so do and observe whatever they tell you, but not the works they do, for they preach, but they do not practice. They tie up heavy burdens hard to bear and lay them on people's shoulders, but they are themselves not willing to move them with a finger. They do all their deeds to be seen by others, for they make their phylacteries broad and their fringes long, and they love the place of honor at feasts and the best seats in the synagogues and greetings in the marketplaces and being called rabbi by others and so on. And, you know, we'll read the whole rest of the passage, but it's this sense of I'm performing my righteousness in order to yeah. be seen. And, I, you know, again, we could probably say, well, I don't do that. But I... I'm guilty of... When I am guilty of performing a righteousness, I'm performing it for my own self-approval. Like, that was a good prayer.
0: So it's not... It doesn't have to be in front of others.
1: It doesn't have to be in front of others. Nobody has to
0: really see it, although that's possible. You can use prayer, the Bible, anything to try to prove yourself. Right.
1: And so, yeah, sin is very subtle. I can get it wrong in ways that I'm self-approving, you know? Yeah. Um, And so... Let's talk about okay. So, what goes into praying scripture well, and mm-hmm. what are some, you know, what are some things that we can do, and then things to to be aware of? I, again, the Lord's Prayer is pretty. Uh, uh, you know, we've talked about that somewhat. It's it's uh, it's obviously recommended by the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so you're so on good ground. <laughs> yeah, I feel safe recommending that. Um, Let me throw a question out, and you yeah. can. I,
0: I think this will set you up. What one of the questions I ask when I'm reading the Bible and I'm asking about the meaning of a passage for us today, and one of the things that may help us to pray uh, on good grounds with the Scriptures is simply this, where are we in the story? Is this in the book of Exodus? Like, what's going on in the book of Exodus? How have the promises of God come to pass, or what is still being developed? Who's in charge? Are we at... Um, are we in the United Kingdom under David? Mm-hmm. Like, where are we in the story? How do I therefore how do I interpret that uh, mm-hmm. passage? Mm-hmm. And then where are we in the story? As in, okay, so what is what? What can I stand on confidence to pray right. for me as a Christian, a part of the church? Right.
1: Yeah, and I think that's so one. You know, what there's a couple of prayers that, that or a couple of scriptures that people invoke and probably often in prayer uh that in, in America in the 21st century um that are often invoked wrongly mm-hmm. in a way that it doesn't mean you know that makes like we don't have to be biblical scholars you know to get it perfectly right and God obviously can bless prayers that uh are less than perfect that's that's all there are but you know, the Jeremiah twenty nine. In Jeremiah twenty nine, there's it's a it's a it's a passage where God's people are going into exile. Yeah. And there's a it's a it's a great chapter, really.
0: Yeah, it's a letter to the exiles, yes, right?
1: Okay, you know, and so and you know, God's saying through Jeremiah a number of things, you know, like go into the city and 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 live well there, like Mm -hmm. represent the kingdom well there. You're going into exile. You know, the temple's been destroyed. Like that's the context. They're going into exile, they failed. They have failed as a people. You know, the idolatry, whatever. And so the enemy comes, temple's been destroyed. It seems like the promise of God to Israel is over. You know, they've totally, utterly failed. They've lost their promised land. They've lost the temple. They're going into exile. And, you know, one of the things uh, God's telling them is, you are you know, still live as my people in this foreign place. Live in exile well. Seek the good of the city. Seek the blessing of the city. And then there's this, for I know the plans I have for you. Yeah. Plans to prosper you. Yeah. and that the the context is i think like the promise is still alive you know redemption is still coming through god's people mm-hmm. like you might have failed in this moment but the promise isn't failed i haven't failed i'm still here yes you're going into exile but you can still live on mission you know you can still glorify my name i can still accomplish my will through you you know live for the the uh, you know the blessing of the city be a blessing to the city seek the good of the city because I know I have plans, so you're going to be restored. Mm-hmm. The promise is being renewed, will be renewed. And it's a prayer. It's a promise to God's people. It's a promise to us in the sense of when all things lost, God's still can still move forward. But to an individual person mm-hmm. who's going into exile, who's 43 years old, you're going to die in exile. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that's the reality. That's the part of the story you're in. Your kids are gonna grow up in exile. They're not gonna grow up with a temple. I mean, there's still grieve mm-hmm. grievous loss. Mm-hmm. And Jeremiah writes the entire book of lamentation, right? He's lamenting what's happened. That's the that the context isn't, hey, you you're gonna be you're gonna have a prosperous life. Yeah. You're gonna have success in life as you think about it and as you define it, which is what we tend to, to do with it. Like yeah. You know, that God's promised me, he promised in Jeremiah, that I would be successful and prosperous and happy and wonderful and everything would be great. That's the promise. Like, yeah. No, no, it's not. Because that's plucking it. And that's not even actually the story you're in either. <laughs> it's really so, not. <laughs> it's, so I think that's what we... we Not understanding that part of the story, we, we can still pray that prayer. Yeah. But we should pray it, it in like even I even I can't mess up God's plan yeah even it's my a failures. comfort
0: that that God's promises will come to pass in his time and in his wisdom right right And so yeah these people is a huge source of comfort that okay the promise is not done. We as a people are still tied we, to these promises
1: yeah and we didn't we didn't ruin god's promise. that's great
0: our sin right. even our right. sin it looks
1: like we ruined god's it
0: promise. it looks like we have just completely hijacked the story and but it's, it's over right. it's not true
1: but it's not true so take comfort in that uh and that the what you imagined what living for god looked like is now it's different but you still you still can live for yep. god and still like god and god obviously does many there's you know there's obviously lots of stories from exile you know daniel and 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 so on. Um, And I think that, so I think it's a good, it's a good, it's obviously, it's a great passage of scripture to think about and contemplate and, and pray over from time to time. But, you know, you don't, I mean, any prayer that's self-serving is bad and you just don't want to pluck. And I, you know, we're familiar with that passage. Mm -hmm. Many Christians all across America are familiar with that passage because it's been plucked mm-hmm. you know, wrongly mm-hmm. and used, you know, like every every graduation card. Card ever. Yeah. Every Christian graduation yeah. card.
0: <laughs> yeah, if it said something like, uh, I'm gonna be in exile, and my kids and grandkids will be too, but there's a comfort that future after that God's going to restore the land, that doesn't sell.
1: (laughs) It just doesn't. That's a bad graduation
0: Yeah, yeah, please, that's (laughs) a terrible graduation card. It doesn't inspire anybody. No, like, wow. (laughs) But that's the meaning for them. That was the context. And so I would say, too, we have to be really careful with two significant idols in the West that will influence our prayers and influence that tendency, which I would say would be comfort and success. And mm-hmm. so, if this grants me success, then that's a great inspirational prayer. Because, look, it means God has great plans and no disaster is going to befall me and my marriage and kids, and they'll never get sick. And I'm going to keep rising to the top in the business. And it just doesn't mean that. Yeah, it doesn't mean that. Yeah.
1: Right. And that's the problem is that, you know, the every verse has words that if I'm not careful, I'll supply my own meaning to. Right. And obviously, that applies to more than just prayer. But when you're praying scripture, you have to be. Like where are where where are they are they in the story mm-hmm. and what did that actually mean to them and then I think the other half of that that we sort of alluded to is where am I in the story mm-hmm. like what story am I really in yeah because the story I'm really in isn't life is about a peaceful suburban prosperous smooth comfortable existence. And our culture will sort of point us in that direction. And that's sort of like when we say success or prosper, that's kind of, that's where we will go in our mind. And of course, nobody has that fully. Um, We look at other people and it seems like they might have it, but I don't think anybody really has it fully. And so it feels like, oh, I must be, it's because of, I don't know, I'm praying wrong or my sin or whatever. And it's just, that's not even the story you're in. That's not even, God has something else for you. That's different from that.
0: Yeah, something truer, deeper, right, further, probably harder. Yeah, right. There's probably more harder. discomfort. Um, it's There's growth places. I do think that's an important point because I think our prayers, and, and I get it, it's not wrong to start praying. And when we usually start praying, we pray for comfort, we pray for peace, we pray for ease, we don't like discomfort or pain or suffering. I understand that. Um, But that's a starting place. And I think God wants us to push further than that. Because I think what you and I realize and what people realize the longer you live is you can't escape all of that. As much as you might try to control or use prayer to control, you can't escape discomfort, disappointment, grief, loss, struggle, failure. And so I would argue what we can do then is... Push our prayers further is okay. That prayer for you know ease mm. or you know success that, that, that doesn't work for me now. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to pray deeper prayers. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing in right. this season right. of discomfort? Right. Bear um, your fruit in this discomfort. Yeah, where's the is. fruit? Yeah, mm-hmm. there's you know right. family tension. Yeah, uh, or I'm having right. my own emotional struggles. Right. Like, where are you? In the middle of this, how are you inviting me
1: to grow? Right, and I think that's the, the, the you know to say that for one thing, it's okay to pray for comfort if that's what you you know if you're that's honestly where your heart is, but it's it's better than to realize okay, God probably has a different plan, and if you could imagine a life where you it was all comfort and you never had any conflict and never had any anxiety, you'd probably be a whor- horrible person. Yeah. Like, there's some sense we, we actually need that to right. grow and to live in God's Friction, plan. We yeah. need some friction. Yeah. Um, we don't want it. Uh, and I think, so that makes me think of, you know, the other uh, oft, you know, plucked and prayed verse in American Christianity was, uh, you know, it was on, the, on Tim Tebow's Eye Black, Mm-hmm. You know Philippians four thirteen about to Tebow that Bible passage. About, yep, <laughs> uh, you know that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Therefore, I'm going to win the Heisman Trophy, and we're going to win this game, and win the national championship. It's it's been it's been promised. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that all things, you know, like will supp- will supply whatever all things is. That you know this means it's like a blanket. I can do all things. I can leap tall well, buildings. My mind
0: immediately goes to, but how many other people have prayed that? <laughs> yeah, it's, the
1: other, it's a good thing the other side is not praying that. <laughs> right. um, and I think that you know, again, where was what was Paul saying when he's writing that? You know, he's in prison, and he's saying, "I have learned the secret of contentment. Mm-hmm. That when I have much, when I have little, God is showing me what contentment is like." And I can do all things. So through Christ who strengthens me, I can even be content in prison. Yeah. That's the all things he's talking yeah. about. Yeah.
0: I can even trust in this moment again of seemings like setback. Has God forsaken me? Right. Is the gospel gonna continue to advance? Right. Will the right. promises to I can even right. trust and learn in prison to be content. Right. To trust God.
1: Right. And that's what he, you know, he, you know, I don't know to live, to live or, you know, whether I'll live or I'll die. I mean, all of that whole thing is the context of I can do all things. And it's, it is a surrender to in my imprisonment, which I can do nothing about. He is he's, i now born the fruit of contentment. Uh, and I don't, you know, that's the, and I can say, you know, okay, well, I don't, I don't want prison to be content. Uh, and that's not a bad prayer. That's not a bad prayer. Actually.
0: I don't, you know, I don't necessarily Lord, I don't, pray to go into prison. Yeah, I don't want
1: that <laughs> or uh, persecution. You know, don't think, God right, persecute don't me. It. It's okay to say I don't want it. Yeah. It's okay to say keep me out of prison or get me out of prison. All of that's okay. Right. But while you're in prison, what fruit is you know being born? Yeah,
0: as James says, when the trial comes, don't short circuit the trial mm-hmm. by trying to just get out of it so right. fast.
1: And the trial doesn't mean obviously. If we, if we understand the biblical story, trial doesn't mean you've done something wrong necessarily right. or you made a mistake or you might have, uh, but it could be that's just what God's plan has for you. Uh, and I think that that's, you know, w- that's the story I'm in. Like, what story am I in and kind of how can I be faithful uh, yep. to, that, to that story and, you know, that he can bear th- the fruit of that. Um, and I think that's, Um, you know, praying that, you know, contemplating that scripture is, um, you know, it's something when we pray, that when we pray the scripture kind of knowing where we are is key. And also, you know, I, I don't, we, there's no magic formula for us to, to do it right or wrong. Um. But there is a sense of if I understand where I am in the scripture, then my prayer is going to be more in line with the biblical story. Um and having said all of that, you can still pray that the thorn is gone. Right. You know, that God doesn't take the thorn away, but he's never like, Hey, stop praying. You're still that. free to you're still free to you're still free to yeah. 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 It's a real prayer to say, I don't want this thorn. Yeah. Who wants a thorn? I don't want the thorn. Uh it's it okay. Let's that's good, you know? And at the same time, I found grace mm-hmm. in the thorn that I wouldn't have had before. It's kind of like what we were talking about. It's cry out. I mean, you know, what does he say? Three times I yeah. beseech the Lord. Which is
0: probably just a, a metaphor. Like, it's probably more than just three. Yeah, lots of times.
1: <laughs> I, I cried out.
0: Um, but yeah, I think that's good. I, both prayers are acceptable. That's what we do when we're in pain. Okay, getting me out of this thing. And while I'm in this thing, help me grow. What do you want to do in here? Right. Help me see your presence and grow in fruit bearing. Right. Um, The only thing that one of my prophets at Covenant used to say this, you know, I I can't control anybody else. Mm -hmm. So I can't take my prayers and say, well, I'm in pain and they're causing it, so change them. You know, I get that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That may be a starting place. Right. But by God's mercy... I can maybe, he will give me great mercy to respond well. Right. So, how can I, with the thorn, so to speak, hey, God, I don't like this pain. It'd be great if, you know, you could remove it. And by your mercy, help me, help me be more Christ like. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes, some days, the prayer might just be, oh, this thorn. Right. It's It's a lament. It's killing me. It's just a lament for the thorn. That's all I got today. Sure. Um, so I guess maybe to leave, I don't know if we come, I, I would just encourage people uh, if if you're not sure, if you don't have a rhythm, uh, if you're looking for some structure, you know, you can do you can do worse than to start with the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. There are other resources out there too, of you know, books of people that people have written where they're praying through the Psalms or or whatever. I think that's a good place, if you don't have the rhythm, you don't have a structure, I that's where I would recommend. Start there and, you know, see, you can always change it later. You can always modify it. It is a framework. You can be very widely from day to day. Um, that would be my recommendation. If, like, especially if you're just struggling with, I don't know, I don't pray that consistently, I don't know what to pray for, then having some sort of scripture you're wa- walking through, it's been super helpful for me.
0: Yeah, I think coming back full circle, just getting started. Yep. That's half the battle or more than half. Instead of all of these things that get in the way to get started, you know, at least now I can just get started and get into prayer. Yeah. Because here's some helpful guides like, go to the scriptures, go to the Psalms, go
1: to the Lord's Prayer. Right. Yeah. And it's not like you don't have to have. It's not like a PowerPoint presentation. Like you're preparing <laughs> to present something. Like he's with you during the whole time mm-hmm. you're putting the slides yeah, together. Right, 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 right. He right. knows all of that. So even if it's just, I don't even. I just, Lord, I'm, I'm not good at prayer. Like yeah. I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, teach my heart to be dependent on you. My that's a great prayer. Good prayer, right there. I like
0: that's a plus. <laughs>
1: Oh, wait, I'm not writing it. <laughs> <laughs> and it could... So, it because that if that's true, he already knows it. Yeah. And then part of prayer is just being an attitude. Let's to, 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 throw that up there. Yeah. And then once I'm done with that, well, let's maybe walk through the Lord's Prayer and I think that's... That would... That's a good place yeah. to, to start to be, to whatever. So, so, that's a recommendation. And, you know, nothing's enshrined. That's not, um, you know all growing Christians must do, fill in the blank. Uh, It's just something that's been helpful. Pray through the Psalms. A lot of people do that. Read through the Psalms, pray through the Lord's Prayer, whatever it might be. It provides a nice structure and a nice rhythm. It's been helpful. So with that, we're going to send you off with that. Um, If you've got a nice structure, prayer, rhythm, whatever, don't, you know, don't mess with it because we're cool, which is true it is true it is true I mean let's just name it um, you know stick with whatever you got if that's if God's bearing fruit and whatever but if you're not then then there's a there's something to try. Grace and peace thanks for listening to Rogue table Talks a Calvary Church media Productions podcast be sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts.